Turn me up. Let's go. Come on now. Yo. Yo. My men and my women, don't forget about the thing. Is it out the most the king? Yo. It's about a thing. This is how I'm feeling today, man. Let's go. Come on, let's go. This is how I'm feeling today. Let's go. Come on. Come on, man. Come on. Turn me up. Wherever you listen to, turn it up. Come on. You know the vibe, man. Let's go. You know I only say it cause I'm truly genuine. Don't be a hard rock when you really are a gym, baby girl. Respect is just the minimum. When you still defending them now. Lauren is only human. Don't think I haven't been through the same predicament. Let us sit inside right, Let's go. Let's slow it down. Let's slow it down. Hold on. You know where we at today, man. You know where we at with it, man. Come on. We in the building. We in the spot, man. Come on. Pretty brown eyes. Come on. Yeah. I see you. It's a disguise. I love this shit, man. Keep holding on to your thoughts of rejection. If you're with me. Okay, 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 okay. It is your boy, Big Motherfucking Q. And it's the three-day weekend podcast, baby. Season two, episode nine. Episode nine. In total, episode 30. I got to make it clear every damn time. What the hell, y'all? No, wait. That sound crazy. What the hell, y'all? No, what the hell is going on, y'all? How the hell, how the hell is everybody doing? I sound like Medea in this bitch. Okay, we should have Medea money. Better yet, Tyler Perry money. But anyway, let's not start off some bullshit. Let's start, let's, let's start with some cohesion today. It's crazy that I can't have no cohesion, and it's just me in the studio. It's just me. And this is the studio right here. This is the bedroom, baby, where it gets real seductive in here, real sensual. You know how I give it up. Anyway. I want to know how you're doing today. Talk to me. Okay, I can hear you. I can hear you loud and clear. Okay. Long we all. Yeah, yep, yep. I know the vibes. But it's Monday, baby. And it's a three-day weekend podcast. And we are here. We are here to talk about a lot of shit, okay? We're here to talk about a lot of shit, okay? But let's get right into it, man. It's Black History Month. And there is some nonsense going on, man. This is a goddamn shame. Every week is something new, right? I just saw that. Shikari Richardson, if you don't know who that is, she was the um, Olympic track runner that smoked a little weed, failed the drug test, and was not able to run in the Olympics. It's fucked up, man. They did, they did my sister dirty, okay? Time passes on. There's an uproar. We're mad about it, but hey, we're like, damn, should have passed the drug test. This is life. Some time passes. Now we're here, and we see a little Russian girl, 15 years old. 
fails the drug test and is somehow still in the Winter Olympics, she still was able to, able to perform. That's crazy. Shikari Richardson, of course, very upset, posts about it on social media, says, hey, it is a big double standard here. What's going on? Of course, there's an uproar. We're pissed off. We, we hate seeing this shit. It's Black History Month. You can't give us nothing. You're going to spit it in our face. You're going to piss on us and tell us it's raining. So what happens is they, they do respond, which I'm surprised that they did, but the Olympic Committee or whatever, you know, the spokesperson came out and said, every case is individual. Every case is different. Blah, blah, blah. We hate you niggas. Okay, it's the same story. We see it all the time. It's nothing new. I'm not surprised. But, man, you got to hate the double standards, man. And you just, just to do anything, it's tough. It's tough. But that's some Black History Month nonsense going on, okay? That, that, I'm going to get to uh, uh, the fact in the spotlight later, of course. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. I am, I'm prepared. I forgot to do one. But it's okay because my team is working on it now to get one up ready for me. By the time I'm almost done with this thing. So let's move on. Now. Back to some more news kind of shit, newsy stuff. You know I like to get in that. Wait. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I ain't even do the drops. We do not care. Oh, they're so low. You can't even hear them. We do not care. Tune in and lock in. Let me get this out of the way. First, I am not supposed to be here today. We do not care. Okay, okay, there we go, there we go. Now we good, we back in business. Everybody's okay now. Things are in order. But I see this, I get excited for a minute by this news. I see the education department is erasing $416 million in student loan debt. Whoa, student loan debt. Wait, no. We do, we not, do care. not care. But we do care in this case. So, man, I'm excited. I'm very happy about this, right? It says, they're erasing student loan debt for 400. No, let me bring that back. The education department is set to erase $416 million in student loan debt for nearly 16,000 students, borrowers, former DeVry students, you know, DeVry, online DeVry, students are included as well. Oh, I'm excited. I said, whoa. Okay, what about, uh, nigga, is I'm included? Are we included? Uh, what, what's up, man? I, I can take a couple of that 416 mil, throw that towards my shit. My shit ain't that much now. Okay, I ain't finished all the way, so it ain't that much. We could, you know, break me off a crumb, some light, you know, we good. But then, you know, headlines will get you. I go and search online. I, I need, said I need to get more details on this. I need to find out if Sally Mae ain't coming to my door no more. And, of course, it's specific. It's for... It's for for-profit schools, if you get what I'm saying. So most colleges, most schools are non-profit, not-for-profit. All that shit is the same. They're they're mainly uh, the, you give you pay tuition, and the hope is that they put that money into educating you. So paying for books, paying for better facilities, things like that. For-profit schools, they're worried about profit. They're, they want to make some bread. So a lot of money, like tuition, goes into marketing and recruiting, and they have to make sure they reach certain goals, and they got to impress their investors. You know, they're worried about the stockholders, where that shouldn't be a thing. But people did file lawsuits, and there were, were a bunch of lawsuits, so that's why the education department is coming in and saying, well, we have to get rid of this because you weren't, Making the school better. We're talking about DeVry. We're talking about, uh, I think that's the one was like, the nigga is like, hey, you sitting on your couch, 
And you ain't doing nothing. You ain't doing shit, you bum-ass nigga. Get, get, get your ass to college. We got DeVry, nigga. We can do anything with DeVry, nigga. And it's like, I'm 10-year-old me sitting there like, damn, they put this commercial on a lot. I'm, I should get a degree at DeVry, daddy. I want to go to DeVry. It's crazy. But, hey, they were scamming people. So shout out to the people that is getting their student loan debt erased. Unfortunately, for most of us, we are going to have to keep paying those, okay? I found the finesse that if you at least pay $1 a month, you'll be good. But y'all be trying to get them over the, out the way quick, and it ain't going to happen. It, unfortunately, it is not going to happen, okay? That's a lot of, I don't know why I just got like British on y'all for a second, but that's a lot of money, okay? And it's meant for you know for you to keep paying and that's what they want but hey more props to you if you do somehow pay it off we do not care and with that being said let's uh let's go ahead and move over a little bit here to the next topic i've been doing a lot of thinking y'all and obviously i do a lot of thinking a lot of the time uh, I, I drive for Lyft a lot, so I'm just driving and aimlessly thinking about a lot of things going on. That's just how, that's just where my mind, that's where my mind goes, okay? So I have a lot of time to think. I think about a lot of bullshit, I think about good shit, I think about real introspective shit. But this week, I got real introspective. Last week, I watched the Kanye documentary. I watched it at like 1 a.m. I was dead tired, but if you know me, you know I'm a huge Kanye fan. We do not care. Okay, thank you. I know, I know. But it was very inspiring, obviously, with him going crazy right now on Instagram and in the media and the news and walking around with Julia Fox. Oh, man. But you wouldn't think, you know, you don't want to see him right now, but this documentary was real good. It reminded you of the early days and just kind of, it puts a lot of things into perspective about Kanye. It shows you exactly, you know, why he is the way he is today, who he is today. It's kind of the same person. He's crazy. He's erratic. He's uh, egotistical, but he's narcissistic, but he's narcissistic, (laughs) but he's also a hardworking, determined, uh, you know, kind of guy he's gonna get shit done by any means necessary and this documentary showed that you know it was from his early days but after watching that and I, like i said i was inspired by it i said man i'm feeling motivated right this is right in the middle of me trying to you know embark on this dream we'll call it a dream man i'm trying to become a podcaster uh, famous money all that shit and it, it, it motivated me it wanted me you know shows you got to keep going no matter what you got to keep pushing regardless so I, I I started thinking about my situation. I started applying things differently. You know, there were situations where Kanye, when he was first trying to put out his music, the college dropout, he needed a label to help him record the music so he can eventually put it out. And, you know, he's going in the offices and he's playing All Falls Down, classic, Jesus Walks, classic, family business, classic. And no one is biting. They're kind of like, okay, this is cool. Something like we've never really heard before, but we're not into it. So Kanye keep making them fucking beats and shut the fuck up about this music. Of course, knowing Kanye, he's not going to slow down. He's not going to stop. He's going to keep going. He's like, no, this is good shit. And obviously it worked out. But man, it really makes you think. It, it really does because, you know, doing things like this, you know, I won't even make it about entertainment industry. We could talk about just life, your career, whatever your goals are you always feel overwhelmed at times. You, At first, when you think of an idea and you cook up an idea and you finally get that idea, it might seem easy. Not easy, but you feel like you got it. You can do it. And you don't realize how hard it is until 
you start taking the steps. And for me personally, that's always been kind of my problem was making sure I uh, needed to take the correct steps. I would lay things out, I'd lay a plan out, but it would never be a point A to point B kind of plan. It would always be, it would on paper be point A to point B, but I wouldn't fill in what was gonna what was gonna consist to get me from A to B. It was just gonna be like, okay, I know generally what I have to do, and that's not a way to do it because it's not gonna be very motivating. It's not. You're gonna look and say, oh, I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do every single time. So you gotta lay out a plan, and that's what I've been doing, me specifically. But that that's what you can do as well. You start doing things like that, then you start knocking things out day by day, little by little. Don't get me wrong. This is always going to come with a huge sacrifice. And I'm not talking about the cliche sacrifices where people say, oh, man, you know, you can't go out that night. You know, that's a big sacrifice. Don't get me wrong. I'm somebody that love going out, love partying, love drinking, all that stuff. But when it comes to the grind, man, you really have to sacrifice them things. You have to put your priorities in order. T.I. said this one thing, and when he said it, I thought it was crazy. But the older I get, the more sense it makes. He said, "What you're going out, you're partying every weekend, you're celebrating. But what are you celebrating? What are you celebrating? And it's like, when he said that, I'm like, man, shut the fuck up, man. We just want to party. We want to celebrate life, man. We feel good. We want to, you know, we want to appreciate the fact that we're alive. And that's good. That's great. But when you realize that it becomes a distraction, where you're constantly doing it now, like it's a must. It's like, okay, what am I really celebrating right now? Monday through Friday for me is not happy. It's miserable. It's a shit show. It's busy. You know, I've reached none of my goals. I've hit no benchmarks. What am I really celebrating on Friday and Saturday? Am I just doing this just to kind of get me by in life? This is going to be the cycle of life. And when you realize all that stuff, you start looking at your goals and your achievements and all shit you want to do a lot differently and you start to take it more serious you start you know you you're willing to give up that sacrifice now especially if you keep working and um you know you start seeing positive shit positive feedback positive rewards oh man it feels great you're, you're gonna want to keep going feels even better but that doesn't come easy and it does not come fast um for example you're gonna lose a lot more followers than We'll use social media as an example. You're going to lose a lot more followers than you're going to gain in the beginning. And that's just how it is. You don't realize now. I mean, I started at about 2,600, 2,650 followers on my Instagram page specifically. Now, since I've been posting, right, I've been posting crazy, posting crazy content, just going crazy, going up. And now I'm at 2,611 followers. And I think it was at 2,609, but it just went up two days ago. (laughs) And it's discouraging at first because you're like, man, I'm looking here. What am I doing wrong? And then you realize after some thought, you know, you're cutting the fat. Uh, Could be some people that you might have involved a while ago too. You trying to get a sneaky one off, a pull a fast one. They finally caught your ass. And you realize none of that shit matters. They didn't want to see it. They didn't want to see the content. That's okay. That's totally fine. You know, you can't force everybody to want to see your shit or like your shit. We unfollow people every day. Celebrities and all that. We just don't think about it because we think, oh, them niggas already got 100K followers. What's the, my follow going to matter? But on the flip side of that, I have my podcast page. I got my TikTok. And since I started it, they've all gone up in followers. To be specific, about 30 followers on each platform. Because I'm posting more content. Getting my shit out there. You gotta be, and that's my next point, yo. I'm I'm rolling right now. My segue game is crazy. Come on, tune in and lock in. You, 
Wait, oh shit! My, my, see, I'm so hyped off my Segway game, game that I'm all fucked up now. Hold on. So I was saying, um, I got I got stage fright in my room, nigga. That's the the craziest shit in the world. Oh, so you get the followers, you go, uh, you know, you get the followers, you're starting to build up, you're posting more content. You have to be able to put yourself out there. You cannot be afraid. Of, to put yourself out there That's the number one step If you're afraid of that Then you're not gonna really go anywhere And this I'm telling you All this shit applies To your career If you work in tech If you work in IT If you work in insurance This shit all Fucking applies Let me tell you man Cause if you're afraid To go in your office And talk to your boss Say you need a raise Say yo you killing me boss I need some more help Or yo boss You need to chill Relax You're killing me I got all this shit on my back You're giving me a lot of tasks And I'm working I'm doing good But we need to bump up that pay a little bit If you don't do any of that stuff You're gonna, you're gonna fail And I hate to use the word lose But you're gonna lose And then, and then you're gonna look in the mirror at night And be in denial And tell yourself that Everything is okay When in reality It's not okay It's not okay You're not happy You feel like a loser None of us ever wanna feel like a loser as you get older, you tell yourself, you know, everything's going to be okay. You want to make your younger self proud. Even if you're not thinking about your younger self, that's exactly what goes through our heads every day. It's our subconscious. Because when we, we were young, we think we could do anything. We're told you could do everything and anything in the world. So when we get older, you know, and, and we have all these ideas when we're younger too. Excuse me. As a kid, you know, oh, I, I want to be a meteorologist. I want to be an actor. I want to be in the NFL. I want to do anything, but now you work in an office in a cubicle, and you probably make pretty good money. You make great money, actually, living comfortably, but you ain't proud of yourself. You have more set out for yourself. And then all those times where you had an opportunity to do something, you didn't take it. You, you stayed comfortable, man. You said, okay, I know I'm fine here. I'm content, when in reality, you're not content. You're far from it. This all stems off of me saying you need to put yourself out there more. No matter what you're doing in life, you have to take control of who you are. You can't let somebody else create your narrative or write something about you or uh, make the decisions for you because that happens in the office space. Trust me, I'm somebody that, 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 that I've done it. I do it. You know, somebody will, they will, uh, they, if you don't speak up, they will assume that you don't want to speak and they will make decisions for you. They will make decisions on your character for you. And if you're trying to really make strides in your, in your job, in your corporate structure, then you can't let those assumptions build up. You got to be able to speak for yourself, man. And that all starts with literally putting yourself out there. It's going to be a name of this damn episode because that's just the overall point of anything that you do in life, any goals you want to reach. You want to go to the gym, my nigga, you have to not be afraid of what people are going to think of you when you go in the gym and you lift in two-pound weights or you walking real slow on the treadmill. You have to be able to say, fuck it, I'm putting myself out there and I need to do what's best for me. Because a lot of people in this world, they already doing what's best for them. Now, that doesn't mean go out there and be selfish and be a jerk and all that stuff. You ain't got to do that, man. But when it comes time, you know, to make a real decision, make the best decision for yourself. Because I bet you everybody in that motherfucker is already doing that. You got to do what's best for you. But it all starts with grind, man, the grind. It all starts with the grind, making the sacrifices. You are going to lose friends. You are going to lose people. Your circle might get smaller. It might get tighter. And as sad as that may be sometimes, it's okay. 
I don't want to be the guy that gets into the, oh, uh, you know, God takes certain people out of my life for certain reasons. But that's exactly what it is. How Whatever you believe in. You don't believe in nothing, then it, I think things happen for a reason, regardless. So the fact that, you know, if people aren't in your life anymore because you busy, because you grinding, they didn't really need to be in your life anyway. You don't want nobody to flip-floppy around you. All that stuff matters. And I know this started with the Kanye dog, but it's true, man. He, he, he went so hard to get his own shit out there. He worked crazy, crazy, worked crazy to make sure that he was heard. And look at him now, of course. And that's, in some way, shape, or form, that's what we all doing. Whether your goal is to be a podcaster or a rapper or an actor, CEO, whatever, we all want to make it. No matter what. Even if you try to tell yourself, I'm okay with this comfortable living. There is a goal you want to reach at the end of that. You want to have that house bought. You want to have the nice family, kids be able to go to school and all that. That's your end goal. That's making it to you. And that's okay. That's the, that, that You need to look at that as an actual goal that you want to excel at that, nigga. The fuck? You want to excel at buying the house. You want to excel at raising the kids. You want to excel. Everything, any goal you have at the end, bro, that you want to be the best at as you possibly can. And it all starts with these things I said, man. I'm going to go over them again like I'm in class. Making the sacrifices, putting yourself out there, and knowing that you're going to lose many times before you win it all. And you have, if you go in life knowing those three things, bro, everything's going to be fine. You just got to. Keep your head down and keep fucking grinding, baby. We do not care. Oh, oh man, that was real fucking inspirational, y'all. That was good. That was. I be getting my bad. I'm telling you this. I be just thinking the shit all the time. Okay, that's all I do, man. I just think, 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 tank ass nigga. We do not care. Like I said, I think, 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 think. Okay. So another thing that popped up in my head. Is the panhandling niggas. They be out there panhandling. Going up. They got a routine. I know they got a whole team that got a routine. They walk up and down the thing at the light. They say hi to everybody. They be real nice and friendly. Hey, have a blessed day, brother. How you doing today? Have a good one. And, you know, sometimes if I got a change laying around, if I got a couple bills, I'll hand them out. You know, that's my vibe. That's my bag. That's, that's, that's how I am. And it don't bother me. But this is what's funny. I've been noticing this lately. But specifically the other day, I'm chilling at the light, and the homeless dude, he scared me because he came up to, he came up talking about have a good one. We in, He on the median, and he scared the shit out of me because, man, I didn't think he was homeless, and I thought this nigga wanted to rob me. I'm telling you, this dude was fly, okay? This man was fresh. He had on some new vans. He had on a, he might have had the Balenciaga boots on, matter of fact, with the long Pico. Now, I'm telling you, this nigga was fly, and he had a raincoat on. It was raining out there. And it made me think, man, these motherfuckers be playing a lot of games out here. And this leads me into why I really brought this up. Because I know they be playing games, and I have real, real, real proof. Let me get this out of the way first. I am not supposed to be here today. I have real proof. So I have an uncle. Okay, this is my Uncle T. We'll go by well, Uncle Tommy. Cause I, I, I won't say T because I have uncle that did uh, just pass away. But and that was also T. But no, we don't want to disrespect him. Let's go my Uncle Tommy, man. 
he he's had a crazy life. You know, he's been a wild dude. But in his later years, I can't even say he calmed down because he hasn't calmed down. But he's shifted now. You know, he's less about crime and he's just more about getting to the bag, getting money. Okay, I can't blame him. But man, let me tell you, this guy, he's not homeless. He has a home. He has a home, but if you were to drive in a certain city at a certain time, you might see this man sitting in a motherfucking, I was going to say wheelchair, but it's not even a wheelchair. It's some little carts that they fucking be having at the fucking grocery stores, at Walmart and shit, for fat niggas to sit in and go around, or niggas that can't walk, or fat niggas to fucking sit and go in and grocery shop. He had one of those. He has one of those sitting right on the corner, panhandling with a sign and everything, homeless black man. Homeless man, black man, can you help a brother out? Give a brother a dollar or two. I need to get a drink. I need to get a little bit of something. Okay, I need a little bit of weed. This is crazy. Okay, I'm gonna tell you the first time I saw him, I'm I'm driving. I pull up to the light. I look to my right. I said, Ain't no way. I said, Yo, Uncle Tommy. That nigga, yo, that nigga said, Tone it down, nigga. But I can't look like I got family out in these streets. Okay, my bad. My bad, Uncle Tommy. Then he goes, Yo, you got a dollar. Then he goes, you, you give me a ride, actually? Okay, I'm going to tell you, man, you asking too much. You do this every damn time. But anyway, I laugh because that's my Uncle Tommy, man. He's crazy. But let me tell you, he be out there fresh. Okay, he got the new kicks on. He's not even trying to hide the fact. First of all, where did he, where did he even get the buggy thing? He got, he got, he got the matching. You know, he old school, so he got the green track suit on with the green and white Nikes and the green and white fitted. Like, chilling. He might even have a pimp cane out there. He might have a couple bitches with him. And, and, yo, I'm, he, he ain't got the sign. He ain't playing these damn games. So I'm telling you, man, these homeless dudes, man, they are crazy. But my Uncle Tommy, this is where he really took it to the next level. He took it to the next step. He was out there every day faithfully getting that money. He used to say he bringing a lot of money, make $100 a day. Okay? Uh, a real nice um, older white woman. Opposite of Karen. I don't know if we have a name for the opposite of Karen's, but they, they do exist. Real nice white ladies that'll just do anything to help anybody out, especially a man in a wheelchair in need or a grocery shop buggy in need in a green tracksuit looking like the Joker. So she, she she comes up to him, says, oh, man, tell me a story. So yeah, my name is Tommy. You know, I did this, this, and this. I've been through this, this, and that. Now here I am. Street corner fucked up. And she must have been so taken aback by this wonderful sob story, this pity story, that she just had to help out my poor old Uncle Tommy. Like he ain't got no damn family in these streets. She decides to create a GoFundMe, create this whole long paragraph story saying, no, I need to help this man. We need to get this man off the streets. Get him a home somewhere warm, some, some meat, some food, some food. And the picture of my damn Uncle Tommy. When I tell you, when my dad and me, we saw that picture on Facebook pop up, we was fucking shocked. Oh, my God. And it's a little sad because my dad was actually upset because it was embarrassing. People on Facebook, they were in the comments. You know they were playing in the comments. Yo, is that Tommy? Yo, Tommy ain't broke, nigga. In the comments. Killing my Uncle Tommy. And, and, and you know, it did make my dad upset. My dad was, you know, a real family man. He's real close with his family. So 
seeing his, him get bashed like that. He's embarrassed and he's upset by the whole thing. And I mean, <laughs> I saw that shit. I laughed. I said, yo, Uncle Tommy is a sick nigga. And he ended up getting like, uh, like $3,000 raised. He, so he does get the money raised. He gets a 3K. Man, when I tell you that lady went and checked her motherfucking GoFundMe in the Facebook in the comments and see what niggas were saying there, she found out, man, my Uncle Tommy was a fraudulent bum. A fraudulent bum. I ain't never heard of it. Who want to be a bum? He a fraudulent bum. That's crazy. She snatched that money back from that nigga so quick, man. Let me tell you. We do not care. She was not playing with my guy. She got that money so fast, man. She almost reported his ass to the police, but there ain't no charge for being fake broke, fake bum. It ain't like he tricked her on her own, nigga. She the one that fell for the trap. I said the opposite of the camera. We call her Susan. Because Susan's is nice. I like Susan's. It's Grandma Sue's. Grandma Susan's a nice one. And that's exactly what happened there, man. She got duped by a nigga on the corner. You know what? That is my Black History Month spotlight this month, actually. It's, it's, it's my Uncle Tommy, okay? It's my Uncle Tommy for getting and striking against the white man, getting himself some GoFundMe money, even though he was not able to actually use it. He wasn't able to use it. So I, I guess he didn't really do a great thing. He did a terrible thing. But hey, the trick did work, okay? So I got to give my man props, okay? Shout out to my Uncle Tommy. Oh, damn, long-ass applause, man. But yeah, that, that's got to be my black as we must spotlight it. We're going to end there. And that's the, that's the spotlight, man. Watch out for these homeless fresh niggas because they looking to take all your bread and put it in a goddamn piggy bank in their house, in their home. They not homeless. They home more. They home more. They home more. More home. You know what I'm saying? That's what they are. So be careful out there. Be smart. Don't end up like Grandma Susan, okay, getting swindled by the, by the black man. That's our Black History Month spotlight. That's the three-day weekend podcast right there. Season two. Episode 9, follow, like, subscribe. You can listen to Amazon Music, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple. I'm everywhere. YouTube as well, baby. Because, you know, we got the video on deck. Okay, I'm signing out this motherfucker. Y'all have a good motherfucking night or day or evening or morning or you sleep. Turn me on when you sleep. I, I don't care. Y'all have a good whatever you're about to do right now. I love y'all as always, and I thank y'all as always. Y'all have a good one, man. Peace. Tune in and lock in. We do not care.